All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a camera to the light of the universe. Because we see to get the stars, or to be chosen them because we are human, this pointless reading. Do the stars were right, they could plunge from the world to the world and the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 8 of our campaign based on the setting book Berlin the Wicked City, written by David Larkins with Mike Mason and Lynn Hardy and published by Chaosium. We're currently playing The Devil Eats Flies. Who are you playing and how are you today, Brayden? Hey, Brayden, playing Sadina Andrasov. And, I mean, of all the things in Berlin in the 1920s that they could have outlawed, they chose to outlaw mirrors. Yeah, the uh, decision came after a lot of reflection. <laughs> when do these come to you in dreams like what's happening <laughs> i will never know <laughs> oh how uh i'm playing moritz baum and i don't know Braden's secret when i searched in my brain for a joke the best it could come up with is <laughs> prepare for troudle made it double and that's it that's all i got i'm sorry <laughs> Lydia. Hi everyone, I'm playing Andreas Vogel and I think that the maid who just got possessed by Grossman should take him to court because possession is nine-tenths of the law. Jilly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm playing Max Oswald and I really enjoyed that party. That maid was a scream. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Goodness. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day. And is it Christmas? Because I'm sensing an evil presence. <laughs> <laughs> evil presence, the best part of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. <laughs> awesome. Howell, tell us what happened last time. Outside the asylum, a drifting newspaper reveals the young lady they seek has one more alias. She is the lost Russian Grand Duchess Anastasia Romanov, fled from the revolution to Berlin and only now recovering her memory, so claims her supposed rescuer Baron von Kleist. Fearing the abrupt end of their royal contract, the investigators head for the Baron's apartment. Perhaps they can at least provide the prince with confirmation of Anastasia's whereabouts. They find a cocktail party in full swing and entry surprisingly straightforward. A luxurious apartment is packed with Russian nobles, though they spot another disquietingly familiar figure the fascist ringleader from the Romanisher's Café. He doesn't see them, and they're introduced to the Baron, who's proudly espousing his hope of restoring the Romanov dynasty. Max, who is most at ease among the upper class, turns on the charm and asks casually about the Prince without letting on about their arrangement. You can't be too careful when you don't know what schemes are in play. It turns out the Prince is there too, so Moritz and Andreas intercept him, while the Baron escorts the others to meet Anastasia. The Prince hasn't seen her yet either and wants to tag along, though he arouses Moritz's suspicions, and not just because he's a member of the hated aristocracy. Though he claims no secrecy is needed with the Baron, something about his manner doesn't add up. They head to Anastasia's room, where the others have already learned she won't speak Russian. It arouses bad memories, of which she seems to have many. There are several bite marks visible on her shoulders, and she flinches at a reference to Grossman. Max tries to light her a calming cigarette, but at the approach of the flame she becomes agitated, screaming and demanding they leave. They do, as a maid arrives with a tea tray. A moment later, there are screams and crashes from the room. They dash back in to see the maid, one Troudel, lunging at her mistress with a butter knife. Her eyes are small, black and porcine, just like those of Carl Grossman. The four tussle with the maid until, suddenly as she attacked, she collapses into floods of confused tears. 
The furious Baron sacks Draddle on the spot and calls an abrupt end to the party. The mood was somewhat spoiled in any case, and Sadina doesn't feel quite right in her own mind. Goodness, so there you are, walking away from a very eventful soiree at uh, the Baron, Baron von Kleist's uh, fancy, fancy apartment. And you've seen something truly horrifying, really, what happened with that maid. You had to fight non-Nazis for the first time ever. And I think it's shaken you, some of you more than others. I feel like that's a lead up to a you asking us for a sanity roll, but I'm not gonna <laughs> push it. Yeah, that's uh, did do sanity roll during the fight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, this is more like tell me about your feelings. <laughs> Sadina's wounded. I mean, five mm. hit points out of eight she has left over after that elbow to her kidneys. So yeah. she's uh, struggling. God, you're a fragile creature. I keep forgetting five out of eight. <laughs> Wait, what am I talking about? My, my max hit points are seven. <laughs> <laughs> what a fragile little thing. It trips and dies. <laughs> Guys, my constitution is 34. Did someone mess with my character sheet between episodes? Are you well? I don't think so. <laughs> what happened to my special boy? <laughs> Are you my not ready to lose him? Everything. <laughs> my one weakness, being weak. <laughs> oh no. Okay, keep me out of a fight, good lord. Well, one thing that we better not forget is the fact that this lady has been found now, even if it was a traumatic experience. So we can get paid, right? For all our hard work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three pounds sterling a day, that's a fortune. Yeah. It's been a day. We're owed one increment, right? Yeah. We haven't seen Totally. any cash yet. You gotta check yourselves before you go broke. <laughs> Is that how <laughs> that like goes? That was my backup pun, I thought I'd yeah, <laughs> share no. it. Oh my god. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> if we throw our eyes around, not literally, uh, can we <laughs> see our employer? Well, Thank you so much for asking, Brayden, because you've given me the opportunity to ask for, for a group black role. No! <laughs> oh, why have oh, you got to no. do this to me? Brayden, why? <laughs> I apologize, everyone. God. It's a shade worse than my constitution. Here we go. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, gang. That's a 74. My luck, as ever, is 30. Wow, he found Whoa. a taxi really fast while you were there traumatized. No! <laughs> Uh, hey, don't worry. That means we can just claim more money for tomorrow. We'll take point. a really slow train to his place tomorrow. <laughs> I think I need to sleep this off and say they will rub her stomach. Aww. You want me to check you over? Please, and she'll probably, like, put her arm around you and lean on Aww. you a bit Aww. for support. And he puts his arm around her waist. You know, I promised myself after last night that I was going to take it easy on the drugs for a while, but this is not the day to give up. It's a hell of a day to go cold turkey. Did, did you see her eyes? I did. I don't know what I saw. They were his, right? I didn't want to believe it, Sadina, but you, you saw it too, right? They were his eyes. She had his face while she was attacking, and, and then she... She changed. I, I don't know what got into that girl, but I, I have a feeling... Am I, am I crazy? Do I sound crazy? I, I have a feeling something got into her, you know? You do sound crazy, but it's a crazy situation. You, you think him, Grossman? I don't know. I, I think I need a drink, but... It doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, Duchess's maids don't just attack them with butter knives. People making sincere political assassination attempts don't don't botch it so badly. I mean, the girl was a mess. And, and those eyes. Something very strange is going on here. These dreams, these murders. I can't explain it, but... Uh... Oh, okay, let's suspend belief for a minute and... Let's say it was Grossman. Why would he come back for her? Finish the job. 
Why, though? Because he's a vengeful son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God, we've got to keep a close eye on you, Sadina. Yes. I'm protected from spirits. I'm not worried. What about people they get into and, and, and possess and then forced to attack you with knives? What about Lulu in a tree? Yeah, I don't think we should be apart from here until we at least know that we're, we're not in trouble anymore. I just don't understand why he would put himself at risk like that in a, a crowded room just for for vengeance for to get someone he had tried to get before I mean the man's dead I don't know that it is a risk when when <laughs> I sound I don't believe any of these things but when the, when the when the devil gets into someone it's not he's not risking his life is no, he No he's risking somebody else's life Exactly and I doubt he cares He can keep attacking her attacking his previous victims Possessing new people. So, possession. How? Where? When? In my culture, we believe that spirits are everywhere and exist in all things. There's potential that his spirit left his body and after his death and unfinished business and all that, I guess, in a sick, twisted way. So it's not just like trees and rivers and, and stuff you you believe that people people's spirits can be contacted as well and and go into other people is that right yeah i mean my bow that i have at home has the spirit of my brother in it and if that can happen i mean <laughs> how would he have learned to do this a, a book or i, I I don't... Could have happened naturally. Do you think he would have been a member of one of these... You know, these... I don't want to say crackpots. I'm sorry, Sadie. I, you know me. You know I've never believed in all the... Opiates for the masses and all that, but... You know, there's all these groups, these societies, the, 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 the seances, the rituals, the contacting of the dead. There's all sorts of people meddling in this sort of thing, or thinking they are. Have the papers said anything about him being a member of that sort of thing? No. I don't remember seeing anything like that when he took me. She'll probably pause halfway through her sentence. It's possible that journalists would know things that they didn't publish, but it is a stretch. Sadie, I, I don't want to push you, but you sounded like you were about to say something there. What? Where was it he took you? I saw his flat with you. Is that where you mean? Same place that he took the Grand Duchess. The sausage store. The same place he took Lulu as well. And she said she still had the scars. Yeah. There's a possibility that something there is keeping his spirit tethered to then this world. How do we get rid of it? Do, do, do we burn the place? Do you do some kind of, I don't know, ceremony? I, uh, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm... I can't believe I'm going to be performing an exorcism, but God, if it would stop these dreams, I'd be willing to try it. Do, wouldn't the police have cleared out his, his base of operations, let's say? God, I, I don't know what they did to his flat. You would think so, but they might have missed something. You know, a hidden compartment, a, a locked cupboard, a loose floorboard even. A man like him would have secrets. Is it crazy to go there and see if we can find anything? No, I think that's the sensible decision. If Lulu and that other girl were taken to the same place, that must mean it's still operational. Crazy situations require crazy solutions. We're going to have to go there. Sadie, are you all right? Could, can, can you do this? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll manage. I want to make sure this, uh, this asshole can't hurt anyone else. No matter what it takes. 
You're stronger than you know, Sadie. I've always admired that about you. For tonight, I don't think any of us should sleep alone. Well, I, especially me. Here, we here. don't have any intention of letting you sleep alone, Sadie. Agreed. So, sleep over at the club? Yeah, it's a plan. Yes, but I want to stop into my pharmacy first, pick up some um, <coughs> supplies for the night. All right, we'll go together, all of us. Yes. How's everyone doing on drugs? That's exactly what Andreas wants to pick up. <laughs> the real yeah. questions. A few of you are supposed to be taking your evening doses. Is anyone missing theirs? No, I think Max would take it once we get back to the club. Yeah, Andreas uh, needs to pick up his opium pipe. And uh, also, I think he'll refill his cigarette case full of bumps of cocaine because he doesn't think he's going to be going home for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'll take my syphilis-related mercury and then my morphine to stop <laughs> the pain and then go to sleep. Okay. So you're going uh, back home to sleep I, for now? I think Andreas will offer yeah. his opium pipe around before bed if anybody wants to join him with one. Please do let me know. You can roll for addiction. <laughs> 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 uh, it pass. might be good for the pain, of course. Yeah. Sadie is in pain. Uh, I've already got morphine for it. Yeah, um, Max isn't going to because uh, Max doesn't want to go to sleep. No, of mm. course. Also, is Max trying to not sleep? Max is always trying to not sleep. The shadows. Mm -hmm. Ominous. I'm going to skip the opium, I think, because uh, Moritz's constitution probably doesn't handle it super well. I think he's always tried to steer clear of the harder drugs. He took the cocaine because there wasn't really a way of saying no. But uh, he's a, he's an alcohol and cannabis man as a rule, so I think he's just going to roll himself a uh, joint on the largish side. So relax. Okay. So, to stay awake all night tonight, Max, roll me a hard constitution roll. Okay. Uh, I got 53 versus 65, so just a regular. So, uh, unfortunately, at some point you doze. And everyone else goes to sleep. And this time, you all share a dream. <laughs> you are riding in the back of an open-topped car. Your body once again, is not your own. But it is a different body from the other dreams. This time, you're a man in a fine suit. The car's uniformed driver is slowing down to cross a set of railroad tracks. At this moment, another car pulls up alongside. A man you recognize from the incident at the confrontation in the cafe leans out of the car's passenger window holding an MP-18 submachine gun and opens fire. You feel the bullets ripping into your body, tearing open your throat and smashing your spine. Then another man in the backseat of the adjacent car tosses out a potato masher grenade that lands at your feet. Moments before the grenade goes off, you wake up drenched in sweat, convinced you've been shot. Everyone, roll me sanity, please. Oh, God. My sanity of 31. Oh, dear, 64. Extreme. Although, hang on, I'm just going to check the drugs rolls. I don't know if that is going to help me a bit. Oh yeah, yeah see if your opium mm. can use you. Our success is a D3. Oh, is it? Okay, because I got a 26 under 48. I got a success, so one D3. Are you a bonus die on sanity rolls for opium? Nice. Nice. Oh, that's a okay, two. I'm going to roll my bonus. Oh, I lost two. One loss for me. Yes, that turns it into a success for me. 34. Nice! Hooray! Opium's the it best! Is. Everyone should always do Yay. opium! <laughs> Drugs for everyone! Yay! <laughs> and that's the moral of the story, kids. Always do drugs. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> sorry, Fedra, do we lose anything for a success? D3, sorry. Oh, I rolled a five, so that makes it a three, doesn't it? Lovely. Woohoo! Hooray! Moritz, Rome is spot hidden. Oh, hello. That is a 58. Moritz's spot is 50. So that's a fail, unless I want to bump eight points off the group luck, which I do not. You wake up drenched in sweat and you feel like a presence or you felt a presence or you thought someone was the room, but when you wake up, no one's there. Um, I guess I sort of, uh, panting heavily, I, I light a lamp or something my bedside table scour the room just nothing just a dream do you want to push your spotted oh i guess so yeah with your lamp made of fire <laughs> what <laughs> yeah okay it was the lighter fluid ghost now you're all dying <laughs> no oh yes that is a 006. Extreme success. Ooh. I see into the beyond. You... How many ghosts? Feel this presence, and you can't see anything. You grab your light, you flash all around the room, and you see your dog closing quickly, as if someone has just left the room and run off. And I'm in a spare room at Max's. Yeah. Okay, well then I... I jump out of my drenched bed into my fluffy slippers and I'm tugging on a silken dressing gown, like a robe, and I'm like, Who's there? Sadie, is that you? Max? Andreas? And I'm opening the door and heading out. Then I'm going to assume a portable gas lamp because everything wouldn't have been wired down necessarily. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe it was those um, those wall lamps where you like turn up the gas, mm-hmm. but I, we must have had something portable and I'm assuming one of those on my nightstand, is yeah. that okay? Yeah, that's the one you use to look out the door. There we go, badass. Okay, I'm, I'm carrying that, I'm tugging on my silken robe and uh, off we go, into the unknown. I wish I had a weapon, but I don't see any reason why I'd have one on my nightstand. Okay, does is anyone also around at this time of the night? Max, would you be awake or would this be the moment where sleep got you? Yeah, it would depend on how deeply I fell asleep, and if I fell asleep just in time to have the dream, then I'm probably still sleeping. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Andreas? Uh, I think that's going to depend entirely on what I'm just about to tell you, which is that with those three sand points that I just lost, I've lost a fifth of my starting sanity. No! Mm. Oh, no! <laughs> I am currently conked out on opium. And, yeah, dreaming about being shot. Oh, goodness. Oh, these dreams, mm. they'll catch up to you. So, going straight into about then. About while I'm asleep. That is really, really impressive. I think you probably wake up drenched in yeah. sweat anyway. Uh, let's roll me a d10 for inspiration. Oh, lovely. That's a three. Mm, roll me another okay. d10. Uh, seven. I'll say that you wake up convinced that you are back in Charlottenburg. You're very stressed out and jittery. The drugs have hit you strangely and you are convinced that there is some violent threat about to happen. Uh, and you need to find your landlady and protect her because you really care about her. If you're back home, you'd be looking for your landlady, Frau Simonova. So that's the state you're wow. in. Okay. I think in that case, he, he wakes up and he's got this awful sense of oncoming doom uh, and his first thought is oh no i messed up the dosage or I, I i got something wrong when i was making this batch but but then i think he starts confusing in his mind frau simonova and sadie and i think he possibly goes <laughs> to the kitchen and 
picks up the biggest knife he can. <laughs> <laughs> and that because there's no guns, obviously, uh, unless he's aware of any weapons in Max's house. Let's uh, check in with Sedina really quickly first, okay. and then we can check the weapons. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, Sedina, would you be awake and roaming or asleep at this time? I think, geez, uh, that nightmare probably would have would be keeping her awake, and she wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. So she probably would be. Uh, just exiting her door and holding her guts, sort of like stumbling around towards the kitchen as uh, everyone's <laughs> running out of their rooms now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, weapons-wise, what do you have, Max? Uh, Max definitely has a club near the front door, just in case any rowdy revelers from the club try and come upstairs. Okay, so what will it be, Andreas? Knife or club? Uh, I think he's more of a knife man, I reckon, rather than a, a club. So he, he'll get the biggest knife in the kitchen, which is probably some kind of, I don't know, meat cleaver, perhaps, or some long <laughs> filleting knife. And he's looking crazed. He's looking absolutely dead white and his, his eyes are black and he's sweating and his his hair's all mussed and his shirt's probably buttoned wrong and he goes over to Sadie and it's like Frau Simonova we've got to get you out of here don't 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 worry don't worry I'm here I'm not going to let them hurt you but we have to get out now come on now and he he grabs her wrist and tries to pull her towards the front door with the knife in his other hand so this is the interaction you see getting out of your room, Moritz. Fantastic. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Andreas, uh, let, let go of me. They'll hear you. They'll hear you. Hear you. Don't, don't, don't you see? They'll hear you. There's someone's coming, but we have to go. Go, 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 go. Come on. Go. Hell's teeth. What's we'll, going we'll, on? We'll, we'll go to my friend's house. Shh. Who? Shh. Who's here? Who was Who in my room? Why are you here? Moritz, Moritz, why are you in my house? How did Max. you get here? Max! And, yeah. Ma Max? <laughs> Help! What's going on? Oh, roll me a second d10, please, Andreas. <laughs> oh, duration. Uh, five. <laughs> okay. Ten hours. Five rounds. Okay. Ten hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Andreas, drop no, the knife. They, they are coming. They are coming, and I, I will not let them hurt you. It was just a bad no, dream. No, it, no, it wasn't a dream, but we have to go now. We'll, we'll go to my, my friend Max. My friend Max, he holds a club, and this, this is where I stay sometimes. If I'm too drunk to get home, I'll, come now, come now. We'll, we'll go, it's not too far. Sadie will probably be, like, reaching for his other arm just to grip it so that <laughs> she doesn't get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the thing that would happen to Sadie as well. God. It absolutely is. Uh, and, and he kind of tries to pull his arm away from her. It's like, no, no, I, 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 I have to protect you. Sabs in the abdomen. <laughs> the, the only one who <laughs> yeah. believes in what I do. The only the only one who who sees what I'm trying to do here. And you took a chance on me when nobody else would, and I couldn't afford the rent. And you, you 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 gave me my start in life. Come on, I owe you so much, Frau Simonova. <laughs> Sadie might just slowly pull him in and just start <laughs> hugging him very close. <laughs> This is not the time. It's okay, Andreas. No, it's not okay. It's okay. Nothing is okay. Nothing here. Can I roll psychoanalysis to try and uh, yeah. come? Yeah. Snap him Andreas. out early. Yeah. yeah, of course. How do you do it? Oh, extreme success. Ooh, I'll probably take that. Um, she'll probably just try to. She'll just start hugging him and whispering to him and just. 
slowly trying to like ground him in the situation around them instead of uh, yeah or try and ground him I suppose just what he can feel and stuff like that instead of these uh, things that he's thinking and and yes you snap out of your bed early still feeling fragile but you feel very silly that you um, confused Sadina with your landlady. Is he still holding the big knife? Indeed. Wow, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, oh. let go of my wrist. Oh, Sadie, what, 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 what did I do? What happened? Oh, your wrist, your poor it's wrist. Okay. I, I, I've bruised you. That's, what, that's what it. went on? She'll, after he takes his hand away, she'll just... Uh, grab his hand and start uh, walking over towards the couch to try and get him to sit down. And I, I think he hasn't yet realised he's still holding the knife because it's really gripped tight in his hand. Like his knuckles are white at this point. He almost can't feel it in his hand. Uh, mm. why, why do I have this? I don't know. You just burst out of your room and came for me, saying. I'd helped you, and you thought I was something, uh, someone I wasn't. I was worried you were taken by Grossman for a second there. Taken by Grossman? You mean like that maid? Yeah, there's a lot of that going around, apparently. I am not a professional, um, but are you sure you should be taking whatever you're taking, Andreas? I mean... What were you doing in my room? What were you doing with Sadie just now? If I knew, I would tell you. I don't know. I I was dreaming. I, I dreamt I was in a car and I was shot. I was shot by those, those, those thugs from the cafe. Do you remember? I had the same dream. Damn it. We were all infected with whatever this is. I had exactly the same dream. And then the, the grenade... Yes, the grenade! Who... I, f I felt it. Who were we? Could you tell? We weren't Grossman this uh, time. Uh, uh, I was wearing a, a really good suit, better than I can afford. Yes. I, the... the uh, can we remember? Were we dressed like the prince? That was my first idea. You couldn't tell. Ah. Uh. No, just like a they all, all the fancy people wear fine suits and yeah, suit. fine, okay. I had that exact same dream as well. Are you guys just uh, gonna go ahead and let me believe that that was Andreas in my room? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it. Andreas has no way of it. He can't disprove it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Love it. I guess maybe he was. I think I'm still asleep. Uh, you just now wake up drenched in sweat. And also they screamed your name, so maybe that might have woken you up as well. Oh yeah, that's got to be a, a bonus on a listen or something, right? <laughs> Here, just take a seat, Andreas. Everything will be fine. But the good news is at least the last batch of this opium wasn't bad. It wasn't the drugs that did it, if we all had the same dream. <laughs> <laughs> you all had the same dream? Well, I didn't wake up believing that I was that uh, Sadie was whoever that is. That's but, my landlady. Okay. Simonova. I've known her for years. Looks like Sadie, does she? Why are you talking about Frau Simonova? It's a long story. But how do you yes, know her? Yes, how do you know her? You've mentioned her before. I'll go and grab a bottle. <laughs> I like how all of you are dodgy <laughs> to each other now. Like, everyone's super <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it just accidentally created all this party complex. Oh, we were too wholesome for a moment there. <laughs> we cannot be allowed to no. continue. <laughs> Sadie will grab a blanket and wrap Andreas up in it Aww. and make him cozy. Aww. I'll go over to Maxie's personal bar and get a bottle of something strong and four glasses. More alcohol, that'll do it. Oh, yeah. How much have you had? Yep. There's rules for this, right? Yeah. Only if you uh, have more than like three glasses or whatever. What's the time currently, Keeper? Uh, I'll say it's around 4am. Look, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm not in the mood for drinks and reminiscing about landladies. <laughs> I, I, I need to sleep. 
that dream was horrible and I just, I, I, I crave oblivion. You know that feeling? I just, if you'll forgive well, me. Well, I did offer the pipe. <laughs> yes, well, I've seen what the pipe does, no offense meant. And I think I'm going back to bed, if you'll excuse me. I'll see you in the morning. The proper morning, not whatever, whatever this is. How is it possible that we are all sharing dreams? This is... This is crazy. Well, it's crazy, but it's not new, and that's why we would... God, everything makes even less sense at this time of night. That's why we're going to go and perform this exorcism, isn't it? That's how we're going to fix this? Yes, that sounds like a lovely plan for tomorrow. Good night. This is new, all of us at the same time. That's it's new. It's not a new that I like either. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we're being guided on this. By who or what? Your your spirits? Your shamanic whatever they are called? Who knows? I mean, they're clearly showing us things to assist us, maybe? Frighten us? Who knows what their intent is? Like Moritz, I've never been a believer either, but this makes the most sense out of all the options, which is this, or we're all simply going insane. So who goes back to bed? I think Moritz does at the like, we're all simply going insane line. He's just going to nod emphatically, throw his hands up, and then turn on his heels and head back to his bedroom. <laughs> I'm picturing that he's wearing a sort of silky kimono robe, like you said, and it kind of swooshes mm -hmm. dramatically. And I'm also imagining that he's wearing kind of high-heeled, fluffy mule slippers. <laughs> yes! I hadn't pictured the heels, but that's a great <laughs> idea. Definitely. <laughs> As he turns, the robe opens just enough for you to see part of his buttocks, and then he <laughs> quickly runs off. <laughs> just enough. They're very smooth. <laughs> yeah, a tasteful amount, yes. Uh, what about everyone else? I don't else? think Andreas is going back to sleep. I think he's going to stay there on the sofa underneath the, uh, the blanket. Oh. Yeah, Max will try and stay up to probably pace around a little bit. Okay. Sadie, if she sees Andreas not going back to bed, she'll just lay down next to him and like rest her head on his lap or something and then fall Aww. asleep there. I think he strokes Aww. her hair till she falls asleep. Is this a ship developing? What's going on here, you guys? No, he's, he's mm. probably 90% gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you only need that. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> That's on it. the whole, he's... Uh, towards men, but he, he, he does love Sadie. Did you say on the whole? <laughs> oh, come on. Get to be so crude. <laughs> Sorry. He Sorry, is a top. He is Sorry, a as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think he does. He loves Sadie, but not necessarily in a romantic way. It is definitely friendship that is beyond friendship, yeah. friendship. Yeah, I think Sadie would be very protective over Andreas. So. Cute. Very cute. Mm. So, the morning comes and you're all exhausted. Maybe Moritz, the least, who tried to get a little bit more sleep, but everyone else is staying in the living yes. room. Um, very tired. But you know what? Nothing some cocaine can't solve. <laughs> exactly what Andreas was us. thinking. <laughs> They gave us drug rules and we can't stop. <laughs> Why would you stop? <laughs> Stay on drugs, kids. Mm -hmm. um. Drugs is what's for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the most important meal of the day. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so what's, what's the first activity of the day? So it's the 23rd and it's Maybe 8 a.m., let's say. As soon as it's light outside and I think that the paper sellers are out, can I go out to try and find the paper to see if there's any news stories about a, a car getting blown up or machine gun fights in the street or anything? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I have for you a handout. Ooh. It's not very exciting, but you can have it. <laughs> 
So this is what you see mainly in the paper. But then, you know, as you're leaving and you pass by crowds of people, you overhear that there have been more murders, but apparently they're not in the news because the police are trying to cover them up. People are like, did you hear? More people were killed again, but of course it's just prostitutes, so no one cares about cares about them. But this is what is on the news. I think that uh, Max would come in with the newspaper and um, like chuck it down on the table and say, look at this. Well, I, I actually think that Andreas has his head down on the table at this point because he's snorting his morning line of cocaine. <laughs> so <laughs> possibly it lands right in front of him and he finishes the line first. That means you have to you're gonna to have to read this at double speed, Lydia. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> God, it's gonna be like good vibes only again. Take a really deep breath. Do it in one yeah. breath. Take a really deep snort. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbance in Charlottenburg. Readers of this paper may recall a report of one Anna Tchaikovsky currently in residence at the home of Baron Arthur von Kleist, Karmastrasse 11, Charlottenburg. Scandalous as it is, it is our sad duty to report that Fraulein Tchaikovsky was this past evening attacked in her residence by a servant of the Baron's household. The maid, who has subsequently been dismissed, came at Fraulein Tchaikovsky with a knife, but was fended off by friendlier hands present at the time. <gasps> it's us, we're the friend your hands. We're famous. <laughs> Fraulein Tchaikovsky is reported to be uninjured but quite rattled, as is understandable given the circumstances. I feel so much better. <laughs> I'd feel better if we'd asked the Baron for something. We really need to get better at asking to be paid. We saved the Grand Duchess of Russia's life last night. God, when did my life get so weird? And actually, in the newspaper, there is a story. It's not going in detail about the prostitutes being killed, but it does say about... It does mention them, and then it, it mentions a cyclonet driver going to his home and murdering his wife and two daughters in unspeakable fashion. It's very um, panicky, sensationalist news, and it doesn't cover anything in detail. So it's... Uh, just a random man going to his house and murdering his family. It doesn't go in a lot of detail, but it gives you the general sense that it's trying to incite panic. Like, it could happen to you, could it happen to all of us, etc. Goodness. There's no way to tell whether this was related, right? If the people who died had survived. Grossman. I do so love the gutter press. They make it so difficult to identify who is actually possessed. Well, he didn't target families, did he? Yeah. Just women, vulnerable women on their own. It can't be the same. That's true. Yes, they must be grasping at straws for a story. Of course, he didn't used to uh, cut people to ribbons and festoon trees with them. Well, it's becoming a fashion these days, isn't it? Hmm. Now we're done our morning breakfast, uh, I guess we have two options today. We could try and get paid, or we could go and uh, try to explore Grossman's uh, workshop. I think the more pleasant one should come first. Yeah, let's ride this high of being name-checked in the newspaper and see if we can get a little bit ah, extra. Ah, yes, that is excellent thinking. Friendlier hands, that's us. We should remember that. Friendlier hands. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew I was good with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sadie covers her ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On the way, I definitely share uh, Moritz's suspicions of the prince, although they are extremely... Uh, fuzzy and vague, but he's quite grumpy from having his sleep interrupted. So I guess he just comes across as like cranky and weird this morning, and he doesn't like the prince for some reason. Well, he is royalty. He's Russian royalty. Kind of wouldn't expect resident communist boy to like the Romanov or a, some kind of distant cousin. 
It was more than that, I don't know. When we, when we first met him and he was offering us money, I liked him a lot more, that's all I'm saying. He just seemed off somehow. You'd expect him to be all buddy-buddy all with this Baron, but he was off by himself and, and riding our coattails, and I don't know, there's something about the man, that's all well, I'm saying. Well, he wanted something from us at that point, didn't he? Now, he, now everybody has found this Duchess Anna Tchaikovsky, Anastasia Romanov, whoever she actually is. He doesn't need us anymore. Well, I hope he's still willing to pay, because he intimated he still needed us yesterday, and then we went and saved the young lady's life, so I want my three pounds sterling, goddammit. Oh, damn he's it. going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> ominous. <laughs> yeah, very ominous. <laughs> Andreas just gives a kind of a cold little smile. You go back to the Eden Hotel to see Prince Konstantinovich. You are welcomed into his apartment where he is expecting you with a folded envelope, folded and sealed envelope, on the table. He says, my friend, sit. This is your payment for your hard work. Of course, last night's events were a disappointment. It is so unfortunate that the Duchess Tsarina was attacked. And it is even more unfortunate that you didn't manage to, well, confirm her identity. I am quite eager to make sure she is who she says she is. I will, however, release you from your obligations now, with thanks. I might go myself later tonight to speak to her again when she is hopefully rested. Oh, I don't like this. Neither. Uh, Your Highness, uh, surely there is something more we could we can do for you. I'm, you will recall we we saved the young lady's life only yesterday. I'm I'm certain she will talk to us, uh, right, everyone? Well, uh, as I recall, right before you saved her life, she did scream at you to leave. Isn't that correct? Someone, one of you, got too close to her with a fire, threatened her with a light, lighter, is that right? Well, it, <laughs> well. it wasn't, it wasn't a threat, <laughs> misunderstanding. Either way, I so appreciate your services and I do dismiss you. You may go, you've done what you can. I do wonder what is going to happen after you find out uh, that it is who you're looking for. She will be brought back where she can lead a new era of the return of the Romanov dynasty and Russia may flourish once again. Can I roll a psychology roll? To what? To see if this is his intention or if he has like something he's not telling us. Yeah, go for it. I rolled a successful psychology. Uh, with a normal success in psychology, uh, he's telling the truth. Sweet. Wonderful. I've well. only got 20 in psychology, which is probably less than Sadie has, but I guess I might as well give it a go, just in case I can get anything better than a normal success. I think Andreas knows a sus person when he sees them, because he himself is pretty sus. So uh, I think he's he's looking for anything that doesn't quite add up. He's looking for any kind of sense of an intent to do harm here. I'd love to roll too, because Moritz definitely doesn't trust him. And because she's quite literally with the Baron, who was expressing the same desire to like return her to her rightful place and everything, and now here's this guy like... No, I need to find mm. out who she says she is, and it's like they're fighting over mm. her. I don't know. Morris doesn't like it. Fails as well, though. Uh, if you're all rolling. May as well. <laughs> Get in on the action. Might as well. I failed. I think we've all been in a bit suspicious, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Moritz was giving it the big, this guy's mega sus, so I think we've all been in to size Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're all staring oh, at him. I got 11. <laughs> oh. Which is an extreme success. Yes, Max. Uh, yeah, Max. Bring us home. With an extreme success, he's telling the truth. 
but that might not be all he wants in this world. He's also a little peckish. <laughs> he might want other things mm. as well <laughs> that you you might or might not you know be concerned yeah. about. You feel that he doesn't wish the Serena any harm. Okay, I get the impression you're holding something back from us. Perhaps if you shared what else is playing on your mind, we could help you further. Oh, please, I save that for my psychoanalyst. Would you like me to tell you about my mother? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I appreciate your services. And if I have any more need of help, you are the first people I will contact. I can see you're eager for more of that uh, foreign currency, but I'm afraid I have no task for you at the moment. You may go. Thank you. You don't forget the envelope to check. Oh, we've already pocketed the envelope. Okay, I, I, you never said it, so I just assume <laughs> you just, just forgot about it. <laughs> uh, no, definitely. I, I think it would be a case of like, first thing through the door, eyes on the envelope, and he's like, here's your payment. And it's like, oh no, you shouldn't have, but like, as we're tucking it into a pocket. Yeah. We daisy chained it all the way to the bank and we've already cashed it in <laughs> for cold hard cash. And now we're back talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all singing, money makes the world go round, the world go round. Yeah, but of course it's rude to look at what's inside the envelope, so you haven't looked at it yet. Mm -hmm. Right. It's going to be a bomb. Tiny little letter bomb. Don't trust this guy. He's definitely sus. Thank you so much. Uh, all the best. All the breasts to you too. <laughs> Every breast. <laughs> As we're walking out, uh, well, I have nothing to say, so I guess we walk out. <laughs> yeah. As we walk out, I do not say the final yeah. word. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's like a surrealist stage direction. I read a play one time where the stage direction was like, the grandfather clock does not chime. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Chekhov's grandfather clock? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't remember the playwright and something at uni. It's quite funny. <laughs> so, uh, to Grossman's sausage shack. God. We might as well get it over with. So, just confirming. Oh, God. You take the check, leave it in the envelope, put it in your pocket, and then proceed to not look at it. I'll go cash it and go straight into Grossman, right? That's no, we're gonna, we're gonna... Because that's what you said you're doing, so that's what I'm taking as... We would check <laughs> the amount, right? We want to yeah. know... You haven't opened the envelope. No one said you're opening the envelope. You're not opening the envelope. Yeah, especially <laughs> given the other day we saw those blackboards which were saying that the German mark was crashing. We'd want to know if mm -hmm. this is the time to cash a check, which is hard currency right now, which it probably mm -hmm. is. So we do it. We open the envelope. We right inhale the house. anthrax. Yeah, we we blow him up as well. <laughs> With anthrax. <laughs> well, I, I we would want to, right? Because if there's something wrong, we want to be able to go back in and be like, uh, your highness. Yeah, we'd probably do it as we're walking through the the corridors of the hotel. I would think on the way out. All right. So as you open, who's who's opening and looking at it? God damn it! Let's have a luck roll. <laughs> He's so ready for anthrax. <laughs> uh, Sadie's nearly on death's door, so she's she'll open the envelope. She's got nothing to lose. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me German, so oh, we see how well you can read it. <laughs> roll me numbers to see if you can count. My German is not good. I failed. It's just going to be a letter that's like... The number looks mm -hmm. correct. Oh, good. You don't read anything else it says. God, what is up with this check? I was expecting a letter like, Soz, I've, I've never been a real prince. I owe you some actual money. Yeah. <laughs> it's Monopoly money. <laughs> you, you look at it and you can't understand what it says in German. It's like, it's in words you don't know. Uh, but the number looks fine. I can't understand this, but it looks good. It looks like we got paid uh, well. <laughs> Well, that's great to hear. No reason to investigate further. <laughs> I'm 
Andreas would definitely <laughs> look in his envelope because he's a bit of a mercenary type. Oh, there's only oh, one envelope the one. for all of you. But what does it yeah. say? Is it a letter, is it, or just check? It's a, a check. check. Uh, do you also read it, or do you just ask her to tell you what she What does it say, Sadie? Here, uh, here look. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this word is. Okay, so you look at it, Andreas, and you realize that, strangely, the person the check is from is not... The check is not in the prince's name, but rather drawn from a business account called Aufbau Vereinigung. Vereinigung. Easy for you to say. I can't say. Join us in Beyond the Madness oh. for five uninterrupted minutes of Fedra pronouncing this word every possible way. Aufbau. <laughs> Vereiningung. Bless you. <laughs> Germany, we're sorry. We're sorry. Aufbau Vereiningung. Uh, she's summoning a demon how Cover her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, German friends. Uh, apparently it means construction union. Oh, good. Okay. What? A union? I sniff it like a bloodhound. Your favorite. Uh, What's that? A proletarian check? Yeah, uh, it's a construction union. It's it's called construction union, and it's weird that the prince would be signing under a construction union to give you money. Ah, uh, it's probably a shell company. Yeah, no need to investigate. Just trying that to hide his assets. <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds really reasonable. <laughs> I can't think of any reason to disbelieve that. Do princes do that? I don't know. Well, because he appears to be steeped in political machination, right? Like, he gave us a false name for this girl. Was like, yeah, go find this random peasant. Then it turns out she's the missing Grand Duchess of Russia. She's been safely found by a Russian noble who wants to restore her. And then he's like, no, I'm going to find out if it's actually her and I will restore. Like, he's clearly up to stuff, right? He doesn't want a paper trail that leads back to his, like, weird anonymous agents. It's just like money laundering or something. I would imagine an awful lot of very rich people have pots of money but that they're drawing from that aren't from what they told the tax man they're from. This is exactly why the people should be in control of the economy. You can't trust these aristocrats. Money corrupts. I've always said so. He says pocketing the cash. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just rolling the check up and tucking it into his pocket. Ah, yes. One day when the revolution comes, we will all have silk kimonos and fluffy high-heeled slippers. Is that basically your, your economic five-year plan, Moritz? Listen, I'm not an economist. I'm just saying the system is clearly broken. Wiser men than me can figure out the details. But yes, some more kimonos would be nice. And tasteful butt cheek as you walk away. That's nice. Yes, too. it's very nice. Actually. Thank you for noticing. I did appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grossman. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, he's here. Get him. I suppose we may as well earn our fee and and try to get rid of these dreams. Damn it. Let me take you there. So where are you going, sorry? To Grossman's Sausage Shack. Uh, and do you know where that is? Yeah, I was taken there, right? I don't know, what do your notes say? I don't wanna... <laughs> oh god, I probably didn't write it down today. Oh no, Lulu mentioned something about his, like, about getting a lay with him in his sausage storeroom and we never asked her for the address and then she got murdered. It just, I, all I have written is services at his house. So unless I can navigate there via memory, which is... Oh, but we know where his house is. We we went to his flat. She used to hand out food and stuff to homeless people. Seems like uh, Sadie doesn't remember where the sausage factory is, but uh, you remember where the house is. Uh-oh. Maybe there's something in the house that will tell us the address of the sausage place. You know, a ledger mm. or something. Because if he was a butcher by trade, then it would be reasonable that he works from home to do the paperwork on occasion. He kept a, a journal of his victims oh, as well, too, right? Yes. He does seem like a paperwork kind mm -hmm. of guy. 
I trust him. Good old Gracie. He'd have yeah. kept a note. I think it's okay. all we can do. And I don't think you have told me this, Fedra, because I'm looking at what you sent me and there's no information on anywhere. On anywhere... Where his sausage storeroom is. He took... You just wrote, he took you to his sausage exactly. storeroom. Exactly. Uh, okay. Blindfolded. Oh, for real? But... <sighs> where did I tell you it looked like? It looks like a shed. A sh- shed at the back of his house? <laughs> All right, let's go to his house. Oh my god. This is a proper investigation. I, I feel like we're being tested. Mm. <laughs> I know, right? It's so much easier when they're linear. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> not just roll for library use. Ah, here's all the clues. Yeah. No, it's the opposite. Yeah, this is... And I can't wait for the next ones as well. They must be harder. <laughs> this is the one that most people play. Interesting. Um, uh, do I remember how long it took us to get from the house to the sausage storeroom that looked like a shed. Yeah. Uh, ooh, let me get the map up. Good thought. Mm-hmm. And like, did you hear anything? Smell anything? Like, could you smell the sea? Could you hear the sound of factories? That kind of thing. Are you like that guy from uh, My Fair Lady who can identify uh accents and dialects like to the street <laughs> you can figure yeah. out exactly which quadrant of berlin and like it was in. sherlock holmes he knows it's near this bakery because he knows the smell of the particular french custard they use and this <laughs> thing there we that are kind of stuff yes tell us of the french custard mm-hmm. so you recall setting off east and going quite far and then also walking for around 10 minutes oh god so ages away okay no chance i'm going to be able to know where that is then sniff it out (laughs) could you smell smoke from factories Uh, could you hear anything all i could smell were sausages (laughs) (laughs) so many sausages but you do know where his house is it is um just two blocks west of the Silesian station. Okay. You can s- still, even now, hear the sound of trains coming and going. It is around, let's say, 10 a.m. The apartments are old and cheaply built, as I mentioned in the prelude when you were last here. And it still smells of stale dishwater. As you recall from before, a bank of post boxes shows a variety of names for each apartment. But Grossman is not among these names. But there is one box that does not have a tag. I can't remember where the sausage storeroom was. He took me for a fair hike to get there. But maybe there's something in his house that will lead us there. Damn the man. Well, let's hope it hasn't been rented in the meantime. I would imagine that the neighbors would tell any prospective tenants about what happened there and they would be thoroughly put off but let's go and you remember the door I remember it was up these stairs and uh well unless they've changed the door it's it's still got a hole in it I made with my foot yeah Yeah, the apartment is completely vacant the door is still holy Um, I pray to it and open completely unlocked we enter inside? Question mark? Yeah. I reckon everyone, you get hit by a momentary flashback of a dream that you've had. The sounds, the smells, they're so familiar. For some memories, for others, just the dream. It's a sanity roll. Hard success. Sadina, you lose 1d3 sanity because you also have been here before. Mm-hmm. Max failed. Max, you haven't been here before, but you had that dream with the woman and the bloody sheets. That's, that's 1d3 from you as well. How about everyone else? I rolled my sanity exactly. That's 46. You've been here before. Mm-hmm. Did you have the dream about the head? No, that I don't think so, me. but I... That yeah. was you. You have. You just had a 
normal dream? You haven't had the murderous dreams? No, no. I dreamt of, um, right at the start of the prelude, I dreamt of waking up with my hands covered in gore. There was a young lady there on the floor, pretty sure. No, that dream was for a... Sadina and Max. Oh god, maybe I just read the recap and <laughs> absorbed it. That's mine now. Alright, lose one sanity. Nice. What about Andreas, who had the worst dream? <laughs> do, do you want me to roll, given I, I lost the fifth of my sanity earlier? I'm out of my bout now, though. Well, if you lose even one sanity, you get back hey, into your bout. okay. Well, <laughs> 34, which is indeed a fail. That is a 1d4. Lovely. Four. And for you, this is not an empty, vacant apartment. This is overlaid exactly with your dream vision. You see the butcher's block in the kitchen. You see the blood. You see the cuts of bloody meat stacked up all over the countertops. You see the piles and piles of human meat, the hands, the feet, the heads. The head has a face exactly like the dream. And the smell, that metallic bloody smell, it moistens up the air and it's oppressive. And you scream. And this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Lydia, oh. Hal, Jillian, of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars right, where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at sazarai.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. But wait, what's that? Our cult has inducted a new member. Welcome, ZA708, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favor. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaright.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.